Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. You can uh, go read this information I'm going to be giving to you on the YouTube channel, Federal uh, Reserve Board Services. And uh, I'm going through that and other sources, other publications the Federal Reserve Board has put out, some on their own website. And the topic is uh, the move towards CBDC. And I have, let me tell you, the data is overwhelming. I mean, you literally have enough research material now, you could probably do three or four dissertations. Uh, And you know how extensive that is if you understand academia. Uh, and I'm digging my way through this, and I'm trying to prioritize, and I'm trying to be somewhat systematic and chronological, but it's really difficult because the Federal Reserve is not approaching it that way. But they are telling you everything that you need to know. And you're saying, my goodness gracious, uh, is it really like that? Uh, they're, they're producing everything and telling the truth? The answer is yes, but to you really to understand fully, You've got to connect the dots internally. So there's actually in research what we call internal validity. And and you really got to connect these internal dots. And then they really begin to tell the story. When you take this statement here and match it up with this statement here from the Fed and that statement there, then you start to see a cohesive direction taking place. And what I'm going to do over the next few weeks is I don't know how much time we have. But I'm going to go through and I'm going to systematically present what I feel are conclusions that if you went and did your own research, they're unmistakable conclusions. And uh, today we're going to talk about some general overview of what I'm learning about CBDC, and in particular the Fed Now program, which is really the um, starting point for all this. It's frightening, folks. It's frightening. Um, let's remember the end game is Mark of the Beast. I think there's no question, but we're going to go through and we're going to set that idea aside because we've made that point crystal clear already. We're going to go through and break down the mechanics and you're going to see some real truisms come out. For example, and today, uh, when you walk away from this presentation, you're going to see how when Klaus Schwab says you'll own nothing, he's correct. Now he was incorrect when he said you'll love it. But uh, they're going to force you to love it or else. My name is Dave Hodges. I'm the host of the Common Sense Show. We are the show that's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. And generally, uh, for most regimes that would have me as a citizen, they would appreciate what I've done. I'm pretty well educated. 
I've had some success in various fields, ranging from athletics to media to academia. And uh, I've had nice success. I've never been arrested, never been charged with a crime. Um, You know, you would think that most civilizations, (laughs) most countries would say, he's a good citizen. This one hates me. And for I'm not going to get into it today, but I know how heavily surveilled I am. And I'm not alone, because people who bother to connect the dots and make definitive statements are not popular with these people because they don't want the populace to be armed with the information. And so I, I still feel I'm a very good citizen, and I'm really no threat to anybody except those who want to enslave us. And so there would be no reason to ever surveil me or harass me or blacklist me or shadow ban me unless I posed a threat to enslavement. And I want you to keep that fact in mind. I, I am not a radical revolutionary. I'd like to, well, let's put it this way. Well, how did I get in this business fighting against John McCain's attempted theft of my property and 300 of my neighbors? That was a direct assault upon our lives. And many of these people were very elderly at the time, older than I am right now, starting 20 years ago. Uh, they couldn't make this up. They couldn't go back and, and recompensate themselves for their losses through government theft. We had no choice but to fight. There we were bad guys because we were going against criminal behavior from our government. Keep that in mind, ladies and gentlemen. You will get labeled as an enemy of the state for simply standing up for your rights. We're brought to you by Ageless Multicollagen. You hear my broadcast partner, Doug Thornton, frequently say, train, prep, and pray. Well, this is the part of training uh, because, one, your muscles got to be in good shape. So do your joints. You got to have energy so you can train. This is step one. And does this product do that? Yes, it does. It replaces lost collagen. And that's the cause of why you look older and feel older and lack energy. Your muscles ache, your joints aren't in very good shape, hairs falling out, wrinkles everywhere. Put the collagen back in your system, but you've lost half of it by the time you're middle-aged. And most of our viewers are middle-aged or older. And ladies and gentlemen, this product does work. It's a proprietary process, meaning only the people at Biotrust can do this. But there's a catch. There's a catch. You have to get it from these people or you don't get it. The science is explained at healthwithdave.com. You'll see they guarantee the product, 60-day money-back guarantee, no questions asked. And further, further, this is really cool. This is really cool. 51% off, free shipping, newsletter, all kinds of cool stuff. Go to healthwithdave.com. I love this product. That's why it's one of our most popular products. It's because it does work. Uh, You better be training, prepping, and praying for what's going to happen. Okay, let me get into, and I made some notes here that I'm going to refer to. Um, A lot of this stuff is on YouTube with the Federal Reserve Board Services, and you can go through, but you you really got to connect dots. You're not going to watch this like you watch a movie where A follows B, follows C, follows D, and it's not going to work that way. You're going to have to see A, then you're going to have to see double A, triple A, triple Z, and start connecting dots. And 
I, I don't think I'll have this all figured out before it's fully implemented. That's how complex this is. And they've been working on this since at least 2010. And I, and I can probably find references earlier, but let me give you what their starting point was. And in our ads for Noble Gold, I've often told you that it's a good idea to be outside the system as much as you can because under the Dodd-Frank law of 2010 under Obama, you were declared to be an unsecured creditor. And what that means is that the bank owns your money when you put it in. That's what it means. And I tell people, you need to be outside the system. Um, how will that strategy match up going forward? It will work for a while. It'll keep you more than one step ahead of the burning bridge. So, you know, whether you're doing crypto or gold, um, or you're buying hard assets because you know your dollar is going to be worth nothing before much longer, uh, those are effective strategies for a while. But there are things in this re- these reports uh, this myriad of information that says one day, if we don't get this turned around, it'll all be, uh, all your alternatives will be closed down. Um, let's talk about what we know. What we know, very simply, is a tripping over a cord here in the studio. But what we do know is this. This is going to be phased in. <clears throat> and from what I can determine, <clears throat> excuse me, there are five phases. And there may end up being more, but in the beginning, it's going to look really good. It's going to be very benign. Uh, all we're looking at is a payment system that's instantaneous. The maximum payment's 20 seconds in length before it's completed. If it times out at 20 seconds, you got to try again. Most of the payments are done in less than a second. And so, you know, time is money. And, and so the banks will love it. You'll find it convenient. You won't have to wait the three to five standard days. And people will say, wow, this is really cool. Thank you, federal government. It's about the first thing you've done right in years. Um, but it's a Trojan horse. It's a Trojan horse. You know, w- what do weirdos on the street do, pedophiles? Hey, little kid, let me give you some candy. There's always got to be the enticement before the illegal acts. There's got to be something promising to get you to take your medicine, correct? Hey, have your tonsils out. You'll get all the ice cream you want, but we're not going to tell you the fact that you can't swallow for about three days. But there's always that enticement. Now, in the initial phase, it's all about payment. And I don't know how long these phases will last. They do not have timetables. In fact, they don't even tell you when certain things are going to come in, like tokenization, which I'll get to in just a second. They don't tell you. And I think that's the part of the obfuscating of the truth, because if they put down a clear timeline and people could just systematically in 10 minutes go through and read something, and they go, oh, my God, this is going from convenience to slavery very quickly. This is where I meant when I said you have to get this and get that and get this and put them together. And in research, we actually call that a qualitative analysis. It's not a data set. It's basically seeing the patterns in the qualitative information that you're given. And you have to use qualitative techniques to gather that data. There's really two types of dissertations in the world. Overwhelmingly, uh, empirical data, quantitative data is used on dissertation research. But there is qualitative research, and that's partly what this takes. And uh, so, and it's also very time-consuming. 
because uh, looking at a data set, you just run it through a computer and you get your conclusions. You can have your mean, median, mode, standard deviation. You can have all that done for you with the press of a button. But in this, you've got to really do the work. You've got to really do the work. All right. Now, I would say this. There is going to be tokenization. And you say, well, what is tokenization? Tokenization are tokens that you'll have. <laughs> this is where when CBDC is probably brought in, and I say probably because it's not stated definitively, but they do tell you about tokenization. Well, tokenization are tokens. And you're saying, okay, is, is that like Bitcoin? And I'm going to say, absolutely. And it'll be controlled by ISO, which is like a centralized authority that controls most Bitcoin. Did not control FTX. <laughs> Saw what happened there. Um, and Bitcoins, a lot of Bitcoin falls under these regulations from ISO um, and a company government agency. Now, um, it, it's interesting to me that the federal government doesn't consider Bitcoin to be money. They look at it today uh, as it's like a commodities financial holding, but not money. Um, this could be key down the road. This could really be key down the road because they could look at everything as an asset, including you. That's scary. All right. So tokenization. When you combine, here's my dot connecting. If you have tokens, they have developed a system where they go through and they're obsessed with fraud. They fully admit that we can monitor every transaction and that we can uh, put limits on transactions. In other words, how much meat you could buy if we still had gas guzzling cars, how much gasoline you can buy. Uh, they can put limits on things. But also, and more concerning, they can blacklist. And they use the term blacklisting. I'm not kidding when I say this. I was kind of surprised they were this overt about it. Now, in the blacklisting, you start to get into video presentation material uh, from 2020, where the architects of this system actually had a discussion sponsored by the Federal Reserve Board. And it's funny, we never saw it, did we? No reference to it in the mainstream media. You have to hunt for this. But it is publicly available through the source I've already mentioned. And their obsession with fraud means that they can black list you. In other words, they can limit what you can buy or they could just kick you out of the system altogether. And if the tokenization goes hand in hand with fraud, that becomes a real issue. The um, situation involving tokenization and obsession with fraud combines to the fact that everything is now under the control of the Federal Reserve when this happens means that they can define fraud in the way that they want. And what's interesting in their literature, they give on screenshots, okay, fraud, we have to prevent fraud, this is how we'll prevent fraud, these are the ways we'll prevent it, and the last thing they list is blacklisting that I mentioned. Um, but they don't define it. And see, the devil's in the details. Now, this is where I need to go speculative here. Everything I've given you up to this point is information I've derived verbatim from the Federal Reserve. But now I've got to draw some conclusions here. And you can be free to disagree. You can be free to say, this makes a lot of sense, but we need more data, which I would agree with that statement. 
But it also begins to explain some other things. And circumstantially, I think I can make a real strong case that I'm much more correct than I'm not. Um, with the obsession of fraud and the fact that it's open to interpretation, now we see the phrases like missing. We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to BarrierGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time information and disinformation come into play i guarantee you i don't think there's one of you in this audience that can give me a clear definition of the difference between misinformation and disinformation nobody can give me that and i think probably less than about five percent of you and i'm not insulting you i'm just saying this is how vague these terms are but I think less than 5% of you could tell me what misinformation or disinformation is, one or the other. If you could give me both, you could answer the previous question, which none of you can. And I'm not sure that I fully can either. But let me tell you why I say this. You're engaged in fraud as covered under ESG statutes. You see, ESG all combined finance, social credit, Climate, governance, all combined. Why do you think they tried to start the Bureau of Disinformation? 
and it drew so much ire, and the person who was running it was so incompetent, they had to ditch it. They just had to ditch it. So I've also raised this question. Why would Target, Disney, Bud Light, and these other major corporations go on a path of woke that, if they didn't know before, shortly after they embarked on this course of action that drew the public ire, they knew they were going broke, but now they're doubling down on their wokeism. Okay, now you have the right to believe what you want to believe, and I and I have no problem with corporations saying we believe this. That's fine, but why would they commit financial suicide? To me, it would probably be a little better just to keep your mouth shut and go about your business if you wanted your company to survive. But there could be a bigger deal. I believe from here, and this is not anything I found yet, yet, but I think it could go under fraud. If you're working against the tenants of ESG and you're publicly making misinformation or disinformation statements, you'd be violating ESG and they could take action against you financially. Now, this also answers the question, my line of reasoning here is why would these corporations endure near bankruptcy like Bud Light? Bud Light's in big trouble. They're in big trouble. I don't care how Charles Barkley tells you to go F yourself if you don't drink Bud Light. I don't care how many celebrities they get to do that. I don't see this pattern reversing. However, once ESG and once central bank digital currencies in play, and once you have the tokenization of this process in play, these corporations only need to make it to the finish line, and then they'll be the real winners. They'll be the essential businesses that can continue where the non-essential businesses that are a drain on the economy will be purged. And you say, oh, Dave, they won't do that. Oh, contraire, mon frere. What happened during the lockdown? The box store stayed open. 58% of all small businesses failed. Even though they were in the same businesses as the box stores, they got the preferential treatment. You have to even wonder if that wasn't a trial balloon, a beta test, to see if the people would accept this. And there's also precedent for what I'm saying about enforcement um, of government edicts and policies. What were the truckers in Canada guilty of? Riotous behavior, which couldn't be proven in a court of law because they did not riot. But they were also guilty of misinformation, disinformation against known government established facts. That was part of the basis Trudeau used to take their bank accounts and anyone who supported them. Is this beginning to make sense now? Are you beginning to see how one thing leads to another? Dodd-Frank, 2010, you don't own the money that goes in the bank. And once tokenization happens, the feds will have total control over your bank account. You won't have any freedom. And see, here's one thing that occurred to me as I was looking at these Federal Reserve Bank uh, tapes. Um, what about like HIPAA? Okay, so let's say I have to go in and I'm having um, eye surgery done. Okay, I had eye surgery done about a year and a half ago. Um, and I make out my copayment to the place and I pay the surgery center their copayment fee. Um, see, now everyone knows I had eye surgery done. 
Doesn't that violate HIPAA? What I'm telling you right now is by giving you this example of HIPAA, it's my firm belief that if they know every transaction, you don't have any financial privacy, you have no rights. You will truly own nothing because the Federal Reserve will own it all. And I'd like to say I've given you the final step on why you should stand up and protest. And and listen to me, I, I do believe you should stand up and protest. However, I've only given you the tip of the iceberg. I have a spiral notebook, and I'd say two-thirds of it's filled with my notes. And I'm not even close to being done. I know I won't complete my analysis until this is well implemented. We're in phase one right now of the Fed coin. You will love it. And you'll still own something. But when they go to tokenization in a later phase, it's yet to be determined what phase that'll be. And they bring in things like fraud enforcement, blacklisting. That's when the game gets ugly. And then people also say, Dave, what about Bitcoin? Is it a viable alternative? I'm going to say in the early days, yes, but it depends when they bring tokenization in. And I don't know the answer to that question because I don't think it's in their information yet. So, and I could also, I'm working on learning about how the Fed now will end up controlling crypto. It's not going to happen right away. So don't go sell all your crypto today. Okay, I'm not telling you to do that. I'm not giving you financial advice. But I want to make sure you understand that's clearly the direction we're headed. I just don't know the timetable. Well, that's it for the Common Sense Show. Please share this far and wide. Thumbs up, like us. Make sure you tune in because we're going to have, well, I want to say that, how do I say this nicely? I'm probably going to have to do a major hour to 90-minute dialogue on this topic And I'll just line up fact after fact after fact. I'll use a fact sheet. I'll impose it on the screen. And then you can take notes off of that. But generally, I bring in experts. But right now, I don't see a lot of people analyzing the Fed material and bringing it to the public. In fact, I don't really see any of it. There may be some people out there I don't know about, but I may have to be my own expert for my own research. But with most of the topics we cover on the TV. I usually have access to a guest who has an expertise in that area. And our entire goal is to help you get through what's coming as unscathed as possible so we can emerge out the other side as survivors and we can take back our country. That's my ultimate goal. And no counter-revolution to the takeover that's happened to us in this current coup d'etat will complete without invoking the power of Jesus Christ. You must have faith that if we're righteous in our approach, and you're on bended knee asking for forgiveness and asking for God's guidance and divine intervention, you have to have faith that it will happen. That's our best weapon overall. But I feel it's necessary to arm us by equipping us with knowledge, and that's what I'm going to attempt to do over the next several days. Thanks again for joining us. Don't forget, sign up at thecommonsenseshow.tv. We'll see you over there.
We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here. And we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.